0: Dan. Mm. Um, what have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get
1: straight into it, yeah? Shall we? Sorry, is that what you meant by your setup of what have I got to say for myself? Or do you want a general, like, me chit chat? I don't know how, you how are. I am.
0: Just tell me about no. the dicks.
1: <laughs> if you want to hear about my day, I'm just going to tell you about my boiler breaking. so...
0: <laughs> Fast forward.
1: Let's get stuck in some dicks. Listen, that's what we're here for. We're here to read out the listeners' dicks. That's what Compact Dicks is all about. So let's just get stuck into it, yeah? Oh, yeah. This is from Nicola. Oh, great. She says, she's listened to this podcast from the start, so given this much thought, I'm on my third iteration of dicks. Mm. That's what I like to hear, because, you know, we've both done it, and I still have plenty of dicks I'd like to put in. Come on, Nicola. Okay, she has three here says number 1 Graham Soonis. irrelevant and rude I'd, yeah i don't know anything about foot it's football isn't he he's yeah. a football person yeah um so i'm going to have to take your lead on this one
0: she's right yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay james martin the tv chef oh she says
0: you like chefs acts
1: I love chefs, Yes, She says, he acts like he'd be your mate, but would sack you off as soon as someone better came along. Also, the Yorkshire obsession. I live in Yorkshire and married a Yorkshireman, and I find it tedious. (laughs) I think... um, That is good. (laughs) For me, James Martin is, like, one of those chefs that I I just never believe that he's a proper chef. Like, Mm. there's something about him, like he's not convincing i don't know what it is like i remember seeing him making eclairs once he was like oh when i trained in paris and i was a patissier in paris and i'm like you were never Uh, like he probably was but i find it really hard to believe there's just something really not believable about yeah i
0: think i feel like james martin like on a saturday maybe he's on a sunday morning now i used to just like put it on and i'm telling you zero vibe He's got zero yeah. vibe about him. You just put it on and it's like, why? It is this.
1: There's a sort of whiff of TK Maxx about him, and I can't. <laughs> I, do you know? I don't know what it is. It's just a bit bit low end. A, like, there is quality in there if you're prepared to search for it. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I just. Um, her third choice, and I'm really into this uh, Greg Wallace, um, the two G's, because he spells his name with two no, G's.
0: Did she, Did she write that?
1: yeah yeah. that's great because he's greg double so he's out of out of a five letter name three of those letters are g which uh, i've never noticed before um how he acts like he knows everything about food when he doesn't i would not respect anything he had to say to me also the topless pics he keeps posting now he's on a fitness kick make me want to be sick in my mouth
0: no i've not seen those Right, what else has she got to say?
1: Uh, No, that's it. She says, that's my shortened version. I could go on and on. Oh, nice. I like that. But uh, she said, that felt good to get off my chest, so thank you. And you know what, Nicolette, thank you. Because um, often it can feel like it's a very negative pursuit sometimes. But I think, you know, it, it balances out by the sort of offloading of negativity, you know. And if that can spread some positivity... Um, I've been recording a lot of these recently and I'm quite aware of how much negativity I'm putting into the world. So every time I can see that there's a counter argument that is actually positive,
0: that's quite good for me and my soul. Yeah, yeah so, I, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> what have you got, James? Um, all right, Sharon has sent me this and I think this is quite good, actually. Sharon has said, my worst nightmare and truly my biggest dick is when you're shopping in a high street And you hear them before you see them. Fucking pan pipes. (laughs) Oh, nice. She said, these pan pipe imposters probably only live a bus ride away. If I had my way, I'd drown every set of pan pipes in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine sunbathing on an island, chilling, sipping coconut cocktails, listening to the waves gently lapping, and then you hear the fucking pan pipes. I'd, (laughs) I'd drown myself or swim to the next island the end love Shaz
1: <laughs> thanks Shaz I've got one here from Sam and it's a musical nomination it's Andrew Lloyd Webber um, is Sam
0: regular correspondent
1: to the podcast it is yes it is um, yes yeah, Sam <laughs> so he says it's not only because the melted faced shit Wagner is not only an arsehole it's also because I'm training to be a secondary school music teacher and I will inevitably have to endure thousands of kids over my career who are enthusiastic about his works which all make my bone marrow vomit (laughs) (laughs) oh my god which I think is amazing Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber I mean we've said on the on the podcast before how musicals are just sort of they're kind of weirdly inexplicable like they sort of make sense at the time when they're made and then the longer the more time that passes them the more the time that passes the weirder and stranger they get like the idea of Cats now is just such a weird musical you know what I mean it's mm. almost like well it was made in the 80s and no one else had anything else to watch so then it was okay there was a time a few years ago when the Conservative Party were trying to get through lots of cuts um, to working class people and And they really needed to get the vote through. So they needed everyone, every Conservative Lord, to vote in the right way to get these cuts through. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, having never really voted on anything else, flew over from New York, where he lives, just to vote on this policy. And I'm like...
0: If you're doing that,
1: I mean, that's just... I mean, at least if you're voting all the time to do whatever. But if you just go, I'm just going to vote on this one thing and I'm going to fly all the way to New York just so I can make a lot of people worse off, I think. Oh, my... Yeah, I think, yeah, that's it. I think that counts as... Get on an island. Yeah, you're on a fucking island, mate. (laughs)
0: Well, these I think there's some solid dicks, and I think if, if, I appreciate everyone that's gotten in touch with those. And uh, please do keep them coming in. We love reading them. DicksPod.com/contact. There's a little form on there. Fill it out as little or as much information as you like. Um, I, we love your funny stories, especially if you've met someone in real life. That's always good. Um, keep them coming in. Yeah. Um,
1: last week, I pitched for... I wanted technology-themed dicks because yes. um, I was having a rant about Steve Jobs and Apple because things like, you know, you do an update on your phone. Like, my I updated my phone last week and now it keeps telling me I've got a voicemail when I haven't all the time. Things like that. You know, just annoying stuff where you're like, why do you even have to change anything? I can't see anything that's actually made it better unless you're really digging into the functions. Um, and Rebecca has got in touch and she says, my technology dick is cookies. Every fucking website, and you're five seconds into reading something, and then bang, a pop-up about cookies that no one cares about that's got in the way of whatever you're trying to do. Double dick points if viewing on a smartphone.
0: Nice. Smartphone Smart. dick cookies. It's true. It became a thing, like, with the GDPR thing, and then all of a sudden now you've just got to tick cookies. And I'm always just hitting yes. They could literally be saying you know sign your life away and I just hit yes every time because I want to read what's on there
1: I know that's the thing it's like I know that at the heart of it there's a good thing because it's trying to be more kind of clear and transparent about what they do but when you have to click it on every website you ever visit
0: it's kind of meaningless yeah it's true yeah Yeah. I know I just have also have no idea what I'm actually saying yes to and no No. one's reading the terms and conditions are they are they because there's, like, 40 pages of them and, like, I'm, you know, I've got
1: five minutes on the toilet to read something interesting while I have a bit of an escape from being a parent for a minute. You know, I don't have time to read the terms and conditions of the cookies. And also, they're called cookies, you know? Like, I hate these things that, like, obviously designed by really geeky people somewhere and they're like, oh, we're just going to call them cookies, that's fun. Or, like, Easter eggs. It's like, oh, yes. up. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. Don't care. Call them fucking cunt boxes. <laughs> yes, that's, every that time. That is much better. Much better. Um, <laughs> well, I've really started slow, but I've opened up. Dan, <laughs> uh, I've got one. Yeah. And this is from Emzo Lorenzo. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's her real name or not. But she got in touch with us via Instagram. And if Ooh. people out there have Instagram, and like the occasional... Posting of a press photo that I found of a comedian online. Then follow us on Instagram <laughs> at DixPod. We also do a similar thing on Twitter, but mm. with more links, and that's <laughs> at DixPod as well. So follow us on there. <laughs> if you would like your activity sparse and stolen from the internet, follow us at DixPod. Yeah. Right. So Emzo Lorenzo has messaged me and said, "I don't know if this counts as a technology, Dick, but once I went to my friend's house." This year we were both in our thirties, okay, so recent, I thought we were going to watch a movie and have wine, but what actually happened was him playing zombie games on PlayStation, completely unaware of the boredom that consumed me. PlayStation dicks that let their let their gaming take over their life and relationships can go on the island mm. yeah, mm. man,
1: yeah, having to watch someone else play a game is is excruciating i mean at least if it's something where you can take turns or something or if it's like but yeah just watching someone plow through a game is awful and it's something like in your 30s as well it's that should be long
0: gone i know but also like just that lack of awareness that the other person is just sat there watching you play it and may not be into it because what else would you do?
1: you wouldn't make someone watch you play darts for two hours or something or like any other game like snooker or like just any other physical activity or like it, any game yeah. you wouldn't go hey watch me do this I'm really good at this I'm going to talk you through exactly how I'm going to do this thing watch me yeah. watch me kick a ball into that goal like that would be yes. mental
0: yeah yeah watch me do this but, but like just completely unaware that it's boring the other person to death Emzo um, Lorenzo goes on to give us a second can she mm-hmm. have it yeah Yep. Yeah. She says, do you know when you ask a technology dick for advice on something like a quick way to stream something or a quick way to save all your stuff from your phone or something to get it working faster? Just general advice on something. And they talk at you like, oh, it's easy, just download this or just go to this website. And they make it sound so simple for you to do. But all you really want them to do is just do it for you yeah yeah
1: yeah that's like the sort of grown-up equivalent of when you're like mom can you help me with my maths homework and she's like no you have to understand how to do it yourself and just has to make you figure it out with her and you're like just put the fucking answers down so i can go and watch telly please dan i feel like they were very good they were good they were strong i'm glad that people are finding this nice outlet for their own dicks because it's it's, it's it's
0: positive. I feel I feel happy to facilitate. I have got one final message, and that, <laughs> this is from a now regular correspondent to this podcast, FS Komodo, oh. who says, "Hey, hey guys, I just want to say thanks for the shout out, and also for another awesome couple of episodes of the podcast. All the best, mm. FS Komodo." And well, that's it. Wow, just that's a nice, of... just a nice, a nice thing. Not just even nice calling message. anyone a dick.
1: Not calling us a dick. Wow. Man, I feel like I'm living the
0: high life. This is good. Do you know what? People could get in touch if they do want us to call them a dick. They could just message their name and we'll call them a dick on the phone. Yeah, we could have like a roll call at the end. (laughs) Yeah, just send your name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, so that's a load of dicks that we've had from you guys. Now, I just want to do a little pitch for next week's, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for next week, I would like to pitch for... Okay, so this isn't going to make me look great, but this is the point of it. This is dicks that make you feel like a dick. Right, so I'll explain. So people that basically are doing... You know, you're not really supposed to not like them, and you not liking them, you're the one in the wrong. Okay? Mm, Okay. So my example would be Gareth Malone right of the choir the choir choir guy yeah Mm. Uh, because i think that everyone involved in those programs is a nice person who deserves a distraction and a bit of empowerment you know the people like people who work in the nhs or like soldiers wives people you know like worthy good people who've had a hard time and there's you know it's a really lovely thing to be uplifted maybe get a Christmas number one get on the telly you know this is all positive stuff and I have nothing against them but I feel like Gareth Malone is sort of I think there's I think there's something behind it I think he's like his that's his whole career though isn't it it's not like he kind of went went right I'm going to take these hard workers from the NHS turn you into a choir and then that's me I'm your producer now forever it's like all right, we've done that. Where's the next lot of vulnerable people?
0: Right. Like, where's yeah, my next okay. TV
1: special coming from? All right. Where's my next Christmas number one? Do you know what I mean? And I just feel like, uh, for them, it's like a nice, interesting distraction and something to sort of, you know, make them feel like positive and empowered. He's just off to the next lot, and he's
0: like, yeah. Where do you know? Yeah. Where
1: do you where where do you end up
0: after this? What. What now for the prisoners that are still in prison although they sang in his choir? Yes, okay. Do you
1: know what I mean? Because they're getting something out of it then, but then he's sodded off and he's like, right, now I'm going to do, like, unemployed lollipop ladies or something. And he's like, I don't know, he's going to find another group. And I just think he's like, he's just sort of, there's some, you know, that is his living, basically. And I just think, me saying that, I feel like a real dick. I can see from your face you're not quite into this. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just like very
1: cool. I genuinely feel like a dick, and and I'm sorry... And it's my—I'm the dick. I'm the bad person because he's a nice guy. He's doing good stuff. I'm just mm. hosting a podcast about hating people. I'm—I'm like, <laughs> I'm a bad person here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I think it's fine. So
1: this I, is the thing. So it's like people you're not supposed to like. You know, maybe you think Mother Teresa was was a mean piece of work. I don't know. Just like that sort of thing. People you're not supposed to not
0: like. I like the idea that Gareth Malone is more calculated than maybe it would seem. Because, look, at some point he's sitting in a boardroom with a load of TV
1: executives and they go, Gaz, what's going to be the next one? And they're pitching different groups of disadvantaged people and and they're and they're weighing it up, deciding who the programme is going to be made about. This is right? good. This so is if you true. take
0: it back to the boardroom,
1: that is a conversation that's happening.
0: This is true. OK, this is good. I think people, okay. people must have loads of these.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's loads of like good, worthy people that annoy you. (laughs) Yeah. But we're the dicks for saying it. Well, I'm the dick for saying this. Yeah, no, this is good. We'll see what comes in. We'll see what comes in. Please. How do people write to us? Because I haven't got the email address in front of me. People
0: need to send. Send us your choices for Des Island Dicks to com slash contact. That's Mm. it. Just send them there.
1: And that's it, man.
0: Yeah. I'm going to
1: sift through the wreckage of this plane and try and find something disgusting to eat and then maybe we could watch a shit film or something but uh, it's probably time for us to go so thank you for listening everybody follow us at Dixpod on Instagram and Twitter and you know what would be really nice is if you uh, subscribe, like and leave us a rating and a review
0: bye <laughs> bye